Welcome to Keep Them Coming with Open the Doors Coaching. I'm your host, Kristen Thomas. I'm a relationship, dating, and sex coach based in Kansas City, and I just love to talk to people about what goes on in their sex lives and relationships. I also enjoy a good conversation about love, activism, or making change in the world. Be warned, you should probably be 18 and over, and probably also listening on your headphones. Thanks for tuning in. With a title like Let the Bra Revolution Begin, you might think that this episode is just for the ladies, but let me tell you, it is not just for breast owners. Gentlemen, I think you'll enjoy this episode because, I mean, come on, we talk about boobs. A lot about boobs, a lot about tits. Um, I even stripped down to get fitted for a bra on this episode, so hey, if you want to hear me talk about my tits... You'll enjoy this episode. (laughs) But beyond that, Carrie Phillips is an entrepreneur. She has started her own fashion business, Firebrand Revolutionary Bras. And we did talk a little bit about the the history of bras and their evolution. How you can make your own. How to make one fit properly. And we discussed an upcoming event you all might find interesting called Bra Couture KC. I know you will enjoy this episode if you like talking about boobs. Feel free to send me some feedback about the episode at Kristen at OpenTheDoorsCoaching.com. Today's episode is going to be all about bras and boobs. So I've got a fun friend joining me today. It's Carrie Phillips with Firebrand Revolutionary Bras. So say hi to everybody. Hello, everybody. I'm so glad you're here today. I am so glad you invited me. Thank you. Absolutely. I have missed you at One Million Cups lately, my dear. But come back, come back. I will. As soon as my schedule shifts a little bit, I think I'll have more time. Good. Good, because you definitely, as a, a, a burgeoning entrepreneur, you know, it's good to have those batteries recharged and do all that. But in the meantime, what have you been up to? Well, I've been up to a lot. In addition to working a full-time job, I am currently working on doing a custom bra pattern uh-huh. for commercial availability, and that has been consuming all of my time. Gotcha. So is that something that you're going to, like, you, you got asked to do this or like you're putting it out there yourself? Like, tell me more about this. No, it actually came about because I couldn't find a pattern for a bra that I wanted. Mm-hmm. So I thought I would try and figure out how to do it myself. Mm-hmm. And fast forward, it's been like seven or eight years since I started working on this. <laughs> uh-huh. It's taken a long time just to kind of understand bra construction mm-hmm. How they're made, how they're put together, how they're drawn. Mm-hmm. Um, they call that pattern drafting. It it's just taken a long time for me to figure it out, but I feel like finally, finally, I have figured it out. Mm-hmm. I've had several people test the pattern, and they're like, "Ah, oh, the fit is spot on. It's perfect." Nice. It's, yep. So it's going really well. So, are you gonna fit me for a bra today? I am. Yes. Oh, so my girls have gone through so many changes in my life because I've had several weight fluctuations. Um, A little bit bigger in high school and lost some weight my senior year. Slowly gained some weight through college and then lost it um, like 2004, 2005. Um, Gained a little bit, lost it through Jenny Craig. Maintained for a long time. Pretty much at this size. Sure. Um, 
but always struggled with finding bras that actually worked and not just not understanding it. And so then I had one more weight gain and now I'm back to like where I was and they change when your body has gone through that. Absolutely. Finding a bra that feels supportive and looks pretty. Well, and that's why it is, I recommend people measure for bra every six months to a year Mm, because you do have those fluctuations. Even with your cycle, you'll have fluctuations where you put on water weight. Oh yeah. I have my cycle bras for sure. They're a little full right now. A little extra space. So there's, there's definitely that that needs to be considered. I didn't even thought about that measuring mm -hmm. every six months. Yep. So I do it about every six months. Because you do gain and lose weight, and you have issues like that. So it's it's worth keeping track of. So tell me and the listeners more about why is it important to have a bra that fits properly? It is extremely important, in my opinion, for comfort. Mm-hmm. You want support, but I think most bras out there are just not comfortable. And yeah. I think mainly because most of them are underwire bras. Mm-hmm. And if you don't get them to fit perfectly, which is can be very challenging, like say if you have a wide breast root and a shallow breast, mm-hmm. oftentimes the wire will actually sit on your breast tissue. Mm-hmm. And that is extremely painful mm-hmm. over the course of the day. Oh, yeah. So comfort has always been the driving thing with me. Now that I make my own bras, I only wear my own bras. Yeah. And I have, oh yeah. And I have plenty of store-bought bras. I'm sure that they're an interesting comparison. You put them on, you're like, mm, God damn it. No. Will <laughs> Do you ever go it, just try on bras just to see how bad they are or what I, they could do better? I am, I have a very large cup size. I'm a 34N in like American sizing. Mm -hmm. So that is one thing that has always made me crazy is that sizing from not just country to country, but from Mm. company to company is completely different. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like when you go buy a dress and you know dresses from Michael Kors will always fit you Mm -hmm. because of the block they use to create the pattern off of is close to your body shape. So that's how you know you're going to get a good fit is if you find a company that has kind of a similar fit to your natural body shape. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, which is why my sizing system, instead of using two measurements, uses three. Okay, tell me more. Okay, so let me start by telling you how you measure for a bra. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of, it's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Okay, there are two measurements that are taken. The first is the overbust measurement. Mm-hmm. The second is the underbust measurement. Mm-hmm. With the underbust measurement, you're supposed to add four inches. And if it's an odd number, you add five. Okay. Okay. So then you take the upper measurement and subtract from the lower measurement. And from that, you get your A, B, C, D. So if the difference is one inch, it's an A. If gotcha. it's two inches, it's a B. So I did measure the other day mm-hmm. and I was, I think I was 40 over the top. Over the top? Yeah. 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 I think it was 40 over the top. Mm-hmm. And then I was 32. Under. 32 at the yeah. bottom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that would put you in the 36, let me think, probably D neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I usually tend to wear 34s. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
Yeah, but like I said, it's hard it's, to find a comfortable one. It's though. different with every it company. Is, absolutely. Sometimes they don't do the add four or five inch thing, and it's just a direct measurement. Mm which is why it's so confusing mm-hmm. so you can't just go out and and if you get above a d or a double d it makes it even more complicated oh, yeah. i'm gonna say you said an n it's not like you just go to a normal store i mean i say normal but it's not like you go to victoria's secret or walmart or target or mm-hmm. whatever a lot of people can get lingerie and bras right at. now i normally order mine from england there are a couple of american companies that do size in that size range but if you have a small band and a large bust, it's extremely challenging to find bras that fit. Yeah, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. And there's lots of ladies out there that have that. That need lots. It, so many, yeah. many. With my measuring system, it uses a direct measurement around the rib cage, mm-hmm. and then it uses a measurement for the actual bust depth. Okay. So from the nipple to the rib cage to show how deep breast is okay. mm-hmm. on the breast wall and then the width of the breast from the breastbone to the breast root which is pretty much under your arm okay so there's three measurements instead so, of two show me where I'm so okay, like, so like if you start here at the breastbone uh-huh. you go all the way across okay. to the underarm mm-hmm. and then from underneath mm-hmm. where your rib cage is mm-hmm. to the nipple gotcha okay. that is the breast depth Okay. And those three measurements, you can design pretty much anything off of. Gotcha. Yeah, it's pretty cool. makes a lot of sense. I'm just staring at your boobs now. Sorry, Carrie, but, you know, that's where I'm at. I do have great boobs. (laughs) You do have great boobs. (laughs) And they look great. Like, a lot of women that have larger breasts struggle with either they they flatten out, they don't have a a natural shape to them, They're, they're pushed way up, or they're, you know not getting the sport they need and they're swinging low so well the current style is the grapefruit style which okay. is why you get all of the underwire bras mm-hmm. um but trends are moving away from that women are sick of wearing bras that fit like that yeah which is why you're starting to see so many people buy bralettes mm-hmm. um, but if you're a large lady you cannot wear a bralette because they don't offer enough support mm-hmm. yeah Mm-hmm. I've tried a bralette a few times and just haven't found one that felt comfortable. Sure. So well, and they're constructed kind of differently. They have a vertical seam usually, mm-hmm. um, and horizontal seams is kind of where you get more of your support. Mm-hmm. Don't they say for most bras, the support should really come from the band? From the band, not uh-huh. the straps. That's not correct. The cup. That's correct. Most, yeah. and that's why it's so important to get a band that fits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how do you build support? If the band is supposed to be like, and I'm you know motioning to my rib cage, you can't see me doing this on the while you're listening. But like, if the band is supposed to be the majority of the support, like, how does it then like, how does it all come together to actually support your tits? Uh, that works off the cradle. So the actual part of the band where the cup fits into. Okay. I also like more of a long line bra, so the band has more length. To it, it goes farther down your rib cage. Okay. Do you gotcha. want to see? Sure. I'm wearing one. I yes, can please. unbutton my shirt. Okay. Okay. 
This is based on the Jet Set Bullet Bra pattern that I've been working on. This one is a little different because it's not a Bullet Bra. This is I, the first time that someone has stripped on my podcast and I love fantastic. it. Fantastic. <laughs> I, mean, I think you need to do it more. And I had a fine art nude model and she didn't take her clothes All off. Right. So, ooh, I love that fabric for okay, one thing. They're yeah. beautiful. So see how there's a band underneath uh -huh. here? Yeah. The band is what holds everything together. Okay. Um, and it's, it's just, it's extremely important to have a good band. And your girls are nice and separated. Mm -hmm. And yeah. And yeah. how's and your back feel and how your shoulders feel? And like, you, you know, since I work a full-time job and I sit in a chair all day long, I find when I wear my commercial bras that I tend to get, uh, cutting in underneath mm -hmm, your like in your rib cage into mm -hmm. your rib cage so it's it's super important to get a band that fits uh, that is the like I said it's the foundation for the entire garment mm -hmm. well I definitely need some help with that so but maybe your sizing today will help me we're gonna so, we're gonna yeah. size you I'm gonna make you one and you're gonna tell me what you think about it okay awesome Thank yeah you. absolutely so Tell us a little bit more about what really got you. How long have you been doing this? What really got you into it? What's your, what's your passion behind making bras? Long time ago. It has taken me a really long time to get to this point. I'd say probably about seven years ago when I was looking for a bra that fit me. And it drove me nuts because I couldn't find one. Mm -hmm. um, now, fast forward a little while, Nordstrom did start carrying bras in my size finally. Oh, okay. But then they went uh, out of business in Kansas City, so I couldn't... Aren't they moving to the plaza? I don't know. I heard they're moving to the plaza, so Not there's totally hope. sure. There's hope. But if you do want to buy a bra off the rack, Nordstrom's a good place to do it if you have an odd size. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I just couldn't find one and, mm. and I have a very extensive sewing background. Mm. I started sewing when I was little, um, you know, with counted cross stitch with my grandma. Oh, I used to do that too. I, everybody started I didn't counted. do counted. I didn't do counted so much, but my mom does. I yep. just love watching her. Mm -hmm. So I started there. I learned how to do hand sewing from her. Mm -hmm. And then when I was 12 and I was in junior high, I actually took a sewing class where I learned how to read a pattern and sew together a, an outfit. Mm -hmm. And you're too young for this, but it was stirrup pants and a <laughs> sweatshirt in lavender was uh -huh. the first thing I made. So I started there. And then when I was in my 20s, I started making costumes for strippers. <gasps> Lovely. Yeah. So, ah, how, so okay, I gotta know more about that. Let's yes. push pause on the evolution because I want to hear more about. So, how did you get into that? Did you have a friend that was I, doing no, it? No, I was a stripper myself. Oh, okay, yeah, and and I, they liked your stuff, so they wanted you to make them, or they yeah, was for you. Yeah, there was kind of a dearth of costumes available, uh -huh. and there were lots of girls, and they all had disposable income, and I had a sewing machine. So, you know, I made up a thong pattern and made dresses and bras and all sorts of stuff like that. It was amazing. I love that. Yeah. So it was really cool being able to see my creations actually on other people. Hell yeah. Where were you living at the time? In Lawrence. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's just so rad. Yeah, it was really fun. 
That was definitely a fun part of my life. I'm, but I'm beyond that now at this point. So you were an entrepreneur for a long time. You know, I guess you could say I was. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have considered myself that at the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was just something I did for fun to see if I could figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it, it worked out. You know, it was really cool being able to see my creations on other people. And they paid me for it, you That's know. Awesome. It was great. Very cool. Very cool. Okay. So that was, that was, okay. Part of the story. Sorry. Yep. So that was the, when I was in my twenties. on the story. <laughs> yep. And then I quit stripping and, you know, got a real job and moved up here to Kansas City. And stripping's a real job. Yeah. Stripping. Well, it, it, it was, it was a fun job. So you learn a whole lot about human nature working as a stripper. So from stripping to, you know, living in the suburbs, completely different life. <laughs> yes. It was really weird. Yes. But, but you know, the, the sewing has always been a constant. It's been something that's been with me for a really long time. Mm-hmm. And um, I finally, just a few years ago, started learning how to draw my own patterns. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's called pattern drafting often. Uh-huh. I learned how to draw a bodice block. So basically you can make anything you want if you know how to make a block. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to figure out how to make a bra. So I kind of scoured the internet looking for books and I found a few, but none really had kind of the information that I wanted. So I came up with my own system on how to draw patterns and so far, so good. I mean, all the tester patterns I put out there have been amazing. Yeah. Every, everybody that's tried them says they fit great. So with pattern making and, and bra making, I mean, are they really considered two separate industries? Like, is that something that you can pursue both? Or is the pattern making going to be more for your bras? Pattern making is something that every apparel company does. Gotcha. Uh, regardless of whether it's a bra or a dress or a skirt mm-hmm. or a blouse, mm-hmm. you always start with the raw pattern. And from there, you do what's called grading. So you make it either larger or smaller. Mm-hmm. And that's how you get your different sizes. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm working on right now with, with Firebrand is grading the pattern so I can actually put it out for commercial release. Mm-hmm. Well, because my thinking is, like, certainly I want, I want the world to, you know, wear your bras, but you know what you know about how much current bra manufacturers are not doing very much to support our tits. Well, <laughs> I love saying tits. I'm sorry. It's better, much more fun than saying breasts. Um, and we don't have to be super professional on here. Absolutely. You know? uh, like, I want everyone in the world wearing a bra that fits them well if they choose to wear a bra. Well, you know? I want... So how do, we get, how do we get the world to catch on to how to do this better? Part of it is style. You know, comfort is the main thing for me. Mm -hmm. I think that a bra has to be comfortable for you to be wearing it all day long. Mm -hmm. But style, you know, this first one I'm putting out is a bullet bra. Mm -hmm. And it's not everybody has the confidence to wear a bullet bra. It's a very niche kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I tend to see that more ladies who are sewing vintage patterns Mm -hmm. are wanting authentic undergarments to go with their vintage garments that they're making Mm -hmm. there's a whole community out there that's just sewing vintage right now Mm -hmm. 
And that's kind of where I'm at right now. Gotcha. So that's why I chose to release this boulevard pattern first. Mm -hmm. But the next one's going to be just a standard cross your heart style bra. Mm -hmm. So when you say bullet bra, I, I'm looking at one. So I, and I, you know, I'm a breast owner, so I get it. Absolutely. Since not all my listeners are breast owners, tell, tell us how you would describe a bullet bra. Maybe what you're thinking, but. Yes. A bullet bra basically has a very pointed cup. Mm -hmm which is the opposite of what is currently fashionable. Which is that soft, rounded Very shape. rounded. Mm-hmm. I call it the grapefruit bra because they make Melons. you look very melony. <laughs> yes. Yes. This is the exact opposite of that. It's very angular, has, has mm-hmm. very sharp points to it. So that, that pinup very style pin-up. that you might have seen. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, Madonna, you mm-hmm. know, on the erotica tour, was Mad- very into the bullet bra. Absolutely, Madonna and Jean Paul Gaultier made it very famous. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where that came from. But mm-hmm. that's a that's a nineteen forties, nineteen fifties design. Mm-hmm. Uh, How did that design come about? I'm just curious because obviously it was a it was a shift in itself, mm-hmm. and it didn't stay around. But like, I want to know more about this design. Well, bras in the 1920s is kind of when bras first came about as being an undergarment. Mm-hmm. You know, we went from corsets to finally wearing bras in the 1920s with a girdle. That style... The girdle being something that just went around your like waist? Waist okay. and hips, yes. Now, the bras from the 1920s are mostly like bandeau styles, the 1920s style is very flat and boyish, mm-hmm. so they were more flattening than anything. Mm. And then once you got into the 30s, that's when it, things became more voluptuous and curvy. Okay. And then in the 40s is when you first start seeing the bullet bra with the pointed cup. So 40s, 50s, and even into the 60s is more of a pointed cup than it is today. Gotcha. Did they ever used to fit well around our, <laughs> our uh, you know, like, like, is that what you're finding when you're looking at some of these vintage patterns? Were they like, were they okay? Were they better than today's standards? Or is it just we need to throw out the whole damn thing and start over with new design. I think they had measurement of the bands a little bit better. Most of the vintage bras in my collection are very small, mm-hmm. very tiny, like 30, 32 bands, mm-hmm. which is very small. Um, let's, let's pull, uh, some components. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, 1950s bras are the ones I have in my collection are a lot smaller. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like they were better at measuring the bands mm-hmm. than they do now. Uh, cup sizes didn't come in until like late thirties, early forties. That was started by the Warner's company, which is still around today. Mm-hmm. So they came up with the ABCD sizing system but again, it was still limited because mm-hmm. if you were larger than a D, you couldn't find a bra. You actually had to have one made or you could go to a department store and they would actually tailor them for you on oh, okay. site. Gotcha. You can't Just get like that. a suit, huh? Just like a suit. Oh, man. Yeah. That was when department stores were much more full service than yeah. we have today. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I would have loved... Love to have had a custom-made bra a long time ago. Oh, you can have a custom-made bra now. Oh, this is true. Yay. Thank goodness for you. You just have to tell me what shape you want it. 
Gotcha. Okay. I'll have to think about that. Yes, you will. Well, I admit, like, I'm looking at a bullet bra. I've never tried one. Yes. It is a little intimidating. Uh Uh-huh. And I see it being very, um, I don't know, being more for, like, a costume or a specific event or, Mm -hmm. like, a... Like this that you have right here. So tell me more about this particular bra that you've got. Because you did this for a special event, right? I did. This particular bra is called Couch. It is made out of vintage 1970s couch material. I actually really love it. Isn't that amazing? Well, and I love all things upcycled too. Yes. And I only had a tiny square of it. So when I cut into it, I... Had to take a deep breath and just kind of be committed to yes, that cut. be committed to cut <laughs> into it and make sure that it fit the pattern just right. It was it was kind of scary when I did that, <laughs> but anyway, I made this bra for a charity event called Bra Couture KC, and basically what they do is they provide financial support for women who are going through cancer treatment in the Kansas City area who are underfunded. Mm-hmm. So they do it's a huge event. I mean there's like 1500 people there. Oh wow. And they they do it in a uh airplane hangar down at the downtown airport and the runway is like 90 feet long, which is a great party space. It's a fantastic party space. I went last year and they I do go. I yeah, you can come with me if you want to come with me this year. I'll to. take you. Um, I get free tickets since I work there. Yes. Okay, yes. thank you. Absolutely. So Braca Turkese, basically what they do is they do an art bra competition, and 12 are selected for the runway, mm-hmm. and they style them with, like, skirts and jewelry and all the other things that go with the mm-hmm. bra. It's and like then, a, run, a real runway show, it is right? A, it's like a real runway show. Mm-hmm. And uh, then the, if you don't get on the runway, they actually put your bra in an auction. Ah. So I was in the auction last year, and I did a bra for Imaging for Women, which is a screening center in North Kansas City. And the way they were using their bras is they were actually going to display them in the ready rooms for ladies who are going to get mammograms. Mm-hmm. So that's why I designed this bra. To so it's like with. pieces of art? Mm-hmm. Ah. Are they like showcased in like shadow boxes or I'm on like mannequins? Sure how they were going to, I think they were originally going to do frames. Uh-huh like shadow boxes, but when I was up there, I actually went and got my mammogram that day that I went and dropped off the bra. Very good. Which was fantastic. Everybody needs to do that. Yes. Got to get your mammogram every year. Mm -hmm. So she's like, yeah, we can do your mammogram today. And I'm like, fantastic. So I went ahead and did that. And then she showed me around how they set up their business. Mm -hmm. And I had suggested that she get a mannequin and put that out in the waiting room and then they could rotate whichever bra they want to put on display f- at the time. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah, very it cool. was very So good. how many bras did they end up commissioning or getting from you from that auction? Uh, I only did the one. Oh, okay. Uh, gotcha. So they were buying multiples to buying, then showcases art. Yes. Gotcha. Like, I love bras as art. And this is very much what this piece is. Yes. It's, you wouldn't necessarily wear this as a daily wearer, right? This would be more you, you of a, a costume or a... You could wear it. You could it. wear it as daily? Absolutely. You could wear it as daily. It just, it's, I mean, the fabric's really soft. You feel? It's good. Yeah, it's... It's got a cotton Ooh, lining. It's soft. Ooh, it is nice lining. See the lining here? Oh my goodness. 
Yeah, you could wear that. You could wear it oh every day. Oh, my God. And it's not about, like, having any boning or... There's no boning. Ugh. This nice wide band on the side would be so supportive. That is one thing that I feel like I'm committed to is to do bras with no wires. Mm -hmm. Nobody is doing that. A lot of women are either trying to... I think the bralette thing is caught on because of some of the research that has come out about when you wear I don't think it's so much about when you wear underwires is I think when you wear underwires improperly with an ill-fitting bra which most women are in yes yeah so it's just that you know domino effect there um but a lot of women are choosing no bra or bralettes or uh -huh. trying to find bras that are you know when you're bigger you don't want to go without a bra you don't want to fall out of a bralette you, you want can't. support you you absolutely have to have a bra with support if you're oh, yeah. remotely large yeah so I love that you're doing no wires yeah, so that is one thing. Ooh, tell with, me about this hook. Oh, I love that. That is called a French back. Mm -hmm. And I have an extensive number of bras that have a back like that mm -hmm. in my vintage collection. Mm -hmm. um, basically what it is is it's a doubled over elastic with a G hook mm -hmm. as opposed to like the standard hook and eye closure that you normally see. Mm -hmm. This is a way that you can wear a bra that is made out of a non-stretch material and still be able to breathe in it. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's got an elastic back on it. Gotcha. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, because that is the, the thing you need, a, a little bit of give. It needs a little bit of everything, give. When I think when there's all that elastic around there, then they just fall apart real quickly. Well, they tend to stretch out. Yeah. Yeah. Particularly when you put them in the washing machine, which is kind of a no-no. I have started hand-washing my bras. Mm. Yes. I still put mine in the wash. I do. You're not supposed to, but I do it anyway. You know, because it's convenient. And, you know, with this particular pattern, it's I use a lot of cotton. Mm -hmm. And cotton can wash just oh, yeah. fine in the with washing your bras, machine. Yes, you can wash your bras yep. just fine. Absolutely. Yep, mm, with a fire brand bra, you can just throw on the washing machine. It'll be totally fine. So tell me more, back to the business aspect. Actually, let's take a quick break, and then I want to hear more about what your your vision is, what your next steps are for building that brand. Sounds for great. Fantastic. It's time for a quick break. I promise it'll just be a minute, so stay tuned. I'll be right back after a few words that help me get paid. All right, we're back. So let's get more onto the entrepreneurial side of things. So tell me what your goals are and what, what you're kind of trying to do here with Firebrand Revolutionary Bras. Firebrand Revolutionary Bras. Well, let me read to you what a firebrand actually is. Yes, please. A firebrand is described by the dictionary as a person who is passionate about a particular cause Typically inciting change and taking radical action. Uh-huh. I like that. Yes. And I feel like with what I'm doing with my patterns is taking radical action mm -hmm. because they're so different from what's out there now. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So what do you hope to do? Is it... I mean, are you going to do more of custom work? Is it going to be like one-offs? Are you going to try to build... An entire like factory floor that's making your garments. Like what's your vision? Yes, yes, and yes. Yeah. All right. Let me tell you the trajectory that I have in my head. Okay. Right now we're in the beginning stages. So right now I am doing custom patterns. Mm -hmm. 
sewing patterns. There is a whole community of ladies that just like to sew bras. Mm -hmm. But I am the only one that's got a bullet bra out there. So I am releasing a pattern Mm -hmm. for sewing. And then from there, I will be doing custom work. So if you want something custom, you can contact me. Okay. And I can do something At custom. Firebrand Revolutionary Bras on Instagram. It's actually Firebrand Bras. Firebrand Bras on Instagram. Or you can actually email me at hello at firebrandlingerie.com. Mm-hmm. And I will make you a custom bra. Perfect. So, but from there, you know, we all have delusions of grandeur. Mm-hmm. So I would love to have a factory. We have visions of greatness. Yes. Not Vis- delusions of grandeur. Visions of greatness, visions Carrie. Visions of come greatness. On. Okay. So I would love to have a factory that actually produces a cut and sewn ready-to-wear garment. That's where I would like to take it. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Very good. Yeah. So, you know, between here and there, there's lots of steps, right, on that entrepreneurial there journey. Are. So... Is there, do you have any sort of component of, you know, like how's your, what's your workforce going to look like? Um, how, how are you going to, I mean, this is about women's health for one thing, mm-hmm. women's comfort. What's, what are you going to focus on there as far as like helping women with jobs and things like that? There is actually a local company called Rightfully Sewn and they uh, train ladies and gentlemen Mm -hmm. to sew commercially Mm -hmm. so that is probably where I'm going to be sourcing my first people that will be helping me gotcha so like a training ground there is a training ground in the Kansas City area Mm -hmm. for sewing commercially yeah so that's probably where I'm going to be sourcing my first people Jennifer and Godfrey Jennifer and Godfrey I love Godfrey he's such a wonderful person he is wonderful Mm -hmm. yep they did a little bit of work for me for pattern development Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but I decided to go ahead and continue on my own Mm -hmm. well sometimes you need just uh you know Someone to look at, you know, where are you at or get an outside perspective or see what they've got to offer you and then go from there. So, Absolutely. Yeah. And they are a fantastic company. If you mm-hmm. want to do anything with fabric, they can do it. They do teach classes. The lady that handles pattern development is named Pam and she's spectacular. Yeah. She's got a really great resume and I loved working with her. So Kansas City has a long history with fashion that a lot of people are unaware of, mm-hmm. I think. Can you tell me a little bit more about some of that? Nellie Dawn is mm-hmm. kind of the number one Kansas City fashion lady. Uh, I think she started in, oh gosh, when did she start? Probably in the 30s. Now I could be wrong about that. But she designed basically casual dresses. Mm-hmm. Kind of what we think of when we look at what, Mad Men. Kind of that style of the house dress, like a right? house dress, uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she was in business for a really long time mm-hmm. and was extremely successful. Mm-hmm. A so, lot of her stuff was featured and is still featured in um, movies. Absolutely, you know? and I think Donna's Dress Shop actually has some Nelly Don yeah. for sale right now. I 
follow them on yep, Instagram. So yeah. do I. Have you been following the farm collection? Yes. <laughs> it's so great. That sequin dress that I wore at the holidays, the mm-hmm. purple sequin. Yeah, I got that from Donna's. I love Donna's. They I have such great stuff. So much. Shout out to Donna's Dress Shop yeah. on 39th Donna's Street. Dress we love you. We Retro love you. Vixen as yes, well. They I are buy wonderful. a lot of stuff from there. Got stuff from them as well. Yeah. We have a lot of really great fashion in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And you're just adding to the mix. There. I sure hope so. so. Was there ever a lingerie company here in Kansas City? You know, I don't know. Um, I do know Birdie's Panties. Oh, well, yeah. is, mm-hmm. They're here now. And she has kind of a... a she look. had her own line. I wasn't sure if she actually had her own like design or in-house um, I don't you know, think line. she I didn't think does. She but she's definitely a supporter of... Um, I, I The times that I have been in, I feel like she really tries to source stuff that's of high quality. Um, you know, thinking about where are you sourcing these things from and how are, how are these materials sourced and how is the workforce paid? She's got a great little business. Mm-hmm. I would love to work with her. Oh, there you go. Put it out into the universe. Yes. Put it Maybe out she universe. listens to the show. I don't know if Peregrine listens to the show. Maybe that she would be amazing. <laughs> I would love to work with Peregrine. Or find her at Bra Couture. Let's just track her yeah. down and like, Yeah. We're going to make this happen. <laughs> yeah. Barkatur is an amazing place. I'll, if you want to go, I'll take you. I really do. I okay. really do. It's a really great cause. Mm-hmm. Really enjoyed uh, working with them last year. So that's why I decided to do it again. Mm-hmm. How many people typically submit bras for brocatures? You know, uh, last year, I'd say probably about 20. Does it have to all be completely made like from scratch? Or do people, um, is it about also like, art like modifying something that's commercially made or how mm-hmm. does that work most of the bras that you see at bra couture casey are bras that are modified gotcha so they take a bra that's off the rack and embellish it okay whereas mine are actually from a hand-drawn from scratch pattern mm-hmm. so i i didn't see any other from scratch patterns last year mm-hmm. but that could change you yeah. never know Maybe last year you inspired somebody like, oh, damn, I need to step up my game and make my own bra from scratch. Hopefully, hopefully. Wouldn't that be amazing? So you're going to work on finishing that so you can submit it. So what's your, your, I mean, you've probably already picked all your stuff. So another bullet bra? It is another bullet bra. It's actually the same pattern, the Mm -hmm. jet set pattern. Mm -hmm. Same exact pattern I used last year, but it's going to be called a Tahiti bra. So it's got lots of orchids and bird mm. of paradise and ferns and tropical pattern very tropical so we'll see how that goes very but cool. I'm, i'll be embellishing on saturday i'll keep you posted i'll be so excited to see it yeah cool hopefully it'll make it to the runway this year right i, I would love to have one on the runway i think that would be amazing Put it out there to the universe. That's what I'd say to everybody. So, well, you just did by saying it. So, there you go. Perfect. Yes. So, (laughs) well, last year I wasn't able to get on the runway because I learned about it so late mm -hmm. that I was only able to be in the auction. Gotcha. Whereas this year I had a lot more lead time. Ah, lovely. Yes. Yes. So, I was able to get something done. And I still kind of wasn't sure if I was going to do it or not because I have been so busy with my day job. That I wasn't sure if I was going to get it done. But this pattern is actually very simple, um, very easy to put together. I mean, with this pattern, you can make a bra in an hour. Mm. Really? Really. Damn. If you have sewing skills, you can make a bra in an hour. My sewing skills aren't terrible, but 
I mean, I'm, I'm a little rusty. This one's very easy. Like I said, since it has no wires in it, you're not having to worry about underwire channeling or boning or so, any of that complicated stuff. Okay, an idea just popped in my head. You can tell me I'm crazy, but like if so, if I got some girlfriends together for a party night and we wanted to make our own bras, you could come over with the patterns and we bring our fabric and. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Do, do you hand stitch at all? Is it is it the sewing only machine too? I hand stitch is the linings, but you don't have to. Mm-hmm. I'm just anal and picky and like to do it that way. Yeah. Um, but you can do the entire thing on the machine. Girl, I got an idea for a party soon. So yes, because yep, my just, friends would love to make. I think. I think. Love to make their own bra. Yeah, you just Especially need if your they machine. Knew it was fit properly. Yeah, you just need your machine, and I need everybody's measurements so I can draw the patterns ahead of time. Okay, idea, idea, got it. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think that they would. Yes. So, when you think about, I'm just trying to think about if someone was like buying your pattern, like say they went to your website and they bought your pattern. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, would they have to actually send you their their measurements first? Like, would you be, like, are you in a place right now where you'd be just making a custom pattern for people to contact you? No. No. I am doing a graded pattern. They often call it a nested grade, so you can have multiple sizes on one page. Gotcha. Um, But I'm using that bust depth measurement. Remember Mm -hmm. the one from the rib cage to the nipple? Mm -hmm. That is the basis for the entire pattern Mm -hmm. so say you have an eight centimeter bust depth and then it will be scaled to fit wider or narrower breasts based on that one measurement Mm -hmm. and that's a graded pattern gotcha so but they will need to put in their measurements Uh and then it'll be done like a digital download gotcha so you just print it out and tape it together and cut it out it's super easy because my thought is too i mean if this is a very easy pattern to sew, I mean, people that have basic sewing skills can most likely do it. Oh, or, yeah. You know, if their grandma taught them anything or mom. Absolutely. <laughs> or they took a you know, sewing class. Um, commercial bras are so expensive if you're trying to get something that's of high quality. Mm-hmm. So couldn't this also be something that women could start doing to actually have something that fit better? fit their bodies and save a ton of money like Absolutely. wouldn't this be a lot cheaper? Oh, yes. You can go buy a yard of cotton for $7. Yeah. You could probably do a bra for under 15 bucks if you wanted. My mind's blown right now. I can't tell you how many times I have wasted money on a bra that, like, you know, you try it on in the store. It seems okay. The shape looks good. And then two hours later, you realize how it's just not that supportive or something's digging in or... You know, it's that riding up in the back. It's riding up uh, in the back. Uh-huh. It's digging in in the front. The the cup, I didn't actually pay enough attention, and the cup's actually not deep enough mm-hmm. on the back, you know, side of my breasts. Yeah. Bacon biscuits <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> can't find the right adjustment. So, yeah. I, well, I think so. And then you don't that... wear it again. Or you give it to a friend. or you, I can't tell you how many times I've traded bras with friends because we're both like, I hate this one because of this. And then just trade it out and see, like, if it works for somebody else. Well, and I think some of that is with the problem with the sizing system. Yes. That ABCD yeah. sizing system is terrible. It just doesn't measure exactly how wide your breast root is. Mm-hmm. And you need to know that to be able to get a good fitting cup. And they just don't measure it. And I don't know why. 
because it's it's yeah. only one extra measurement. Mm-hmm. But you know, mass mass produced when they are trying to fit, you know, all those people in the middle of the bell curve, and the people on yeah. the ends are the ones that are getting screwed because mm-hmm. they can't find one that fits. So you know, my goal is to fit everybody, everybody, mm-hmm. every body. I love it. So that's kind of the goal. I love it. I love it. I love it. Let's change the bra industry. Hell yeah. I'm I, working I, on I it. like I like people who are trying to do what seems like it's impossible. Isn't that a Walt Disney quote? It's kind of fun to do the impossible. Mm-hmm. One would think it's going to be impossible to change people's minds on how measurements need to be changed. But anyone, I think, who is a, a breast owner who has worn a bra in their life can attest that, oh, no, no, we need something much, much better. And it's yes. time for garment manufacturers to start listening. Yeah, so I'm going to start with the bullet bra and just kind of put it out there to a niche group of people that are looking for that particular shape. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I'm going to do more of a natural shape, mm-hmm. not so much the grapefruit shape, but a natural, natural breasts are more oval. Mm-hmm. So more of an oval shape. Yeah. The bras that I have found that make it feel like it's just more of like sitting rather than like being pushed up and mm-hmm. then out. I love those bras. In fact, They're the, the one that I have as my favorite is from Birdies and it is my most comfortable, but it's starting to get old and yeah time for a new one yeah and for as much as bras are worn and washed you really do need to replace them every year yeah i'm at like the two-year mark with that one it's so pretty i don't want to get rid of it i want i want it honestly in like 10 different colors is what i want yeah if i could so if they weren't that expensive well maybe i need to put it out there yeah make me a bra please (laughs) do a fire brand bra it'll fit you hell yeah Yeah. i'm gonna make you one we need to measure you well you want to do that now? Sure. All right, let's do it. All right, so let's figure out how to. Are you gonna like? You want me to stand up and yeah. measure me, or you want to measure me yourself, or how? Yeah, we do this? let me grab my tape measure. Okay. Here. So what I'm gonna do real quick is adjust my microphone for a second, folks. So bear with me. Hang on. All right, that way I can kind of stand up and still talk on here. All right, so I'm not wearing a bra today because last night was a long night, <laughs> and I didn't figure you'd care if my boobs were held up or not it's actually a little easier if you are wearing a bra but i can do it without i can go put one on it's up to you let me push pause i'll put one on all right bras on this is my favorite instead of a b c d like you normally do we're gonna do what's called x y and z we're taking three measurements okay so the first one I'm going to do is going to be your band measurement. Okay. I'm going to have you turn around. Okay. I'm going to pull your shirt up. Sure. I'm take it off if you want. Yep. Sure. Let's that would be easier. Let's just do it. Perfect. Okay. Let's look at this here. Let me look at this bra first, just so I can see. It's too big around. <laughs> and it has stretched. It really and has stretched. And it has stretched out a lot. Yeah. But it actually fits you fairly good. The center gore mm-hmm. should sit up against your breastbone. Mm-hmm. That's how you know you get your cup size right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so turn around. We are going to measure from the breast root mm-hmm. to the breast root around the back. Okay. And we do it in metric. 
And you are a 52. Okay. And that's in centimeters. Okay, so I'm gonna have you turn around. We're gonna do the front. Now we're gonna measure from breast root to breast root over the apex. Mm -hmm. And you are a 25. We're gonna double check on the other side. Are they even? Mm-hmm. Okay. Most Sometimes people, I look in the mirror and they don't look symmetrical. Most people have one that's slightly larger than the other. Some people have ones that are very large size difference. Mm -hmm. Now with that, the beauty of using this pattern is you just fit to the larger size and then you can pad the smaller size to fit it. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now we're going to do the Z measurement. Mm -hmm. And you are a nine. Okay. Which is a fairly common size. You Wait, you sure it Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's a little, a little chilly in here. All right. Yep. So now that I've got your size, I can actually make you a bra. Thank you. I'm gonna make you a Bella bra. Please do. And you can try it and tell me what you think. I'm down for whatever. Whatever you will make me. I'm a confident girl. I'll, I'll, I'll do that bullet bra. Well, I'm always needing people to test my patterns. Okay. Um, and like I said, I do have another one that's going to be coming out, which is more the Cross Your Heart style. So tell me more about that. That one, the original Cross Your Heart was made by Playtex, uh -huh. and it came out like in the 60s. Okay, that sounded familiar. I was going to say, Cross Your Heart, is that Playtex? So, it is, yep. okay. is Playtex. It came out in the 60s, and it has been one of the best sellers of all time. Mm -hmm. um, it's. I like the fact that it uses elastic to give you more separation in between. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where I'm going with that. I have a... Um, so there's elastic here in the middle between your right. breasts that expands it rather than mm -hmm. being in the back. Yes. Is it a, so it's a front closure bra. No, it's a back closure. Oh, okay. You could probably do a front closure on that one. I'd have to think about how to do that. So what made the Cross Your Heart bra so successful? Was it good marketing or good fit? Uh, I would say probably both. Mm -hmm. They had a advertising campaign that was the lift and separate kind uh -huh. of thing. Uh -huh. So instead of having one uniboob, you have two fabulous boobs that are separated. Mm -hmm. So that's what that design was was essentially created for, the lift and separate. Gotcha. So I'm trying to see if I can recreate that. Um, I've got some pictures on my Instagram posted of, of that particular bra that I'm working on. Mm -hmm. um, once you do a pattern, you do what's called a muslin. Mm -hmm. And that's basically the pattern made up in like a cheap mm -hmm. kind of cotton or simple fabric. Mm -hmm. and Trying out the pattern to see it's fit. Trying right? out the pattern just to see if it fits. Mm -hmm. So I do have a picture of that on my Instagram. You can see what that looks like and where I am in that process. But things have been kind of derailed lately because I am doing Barca Turkey C. Mm -hmm. So I haven't had time to work on that. And again, they can find your Instagram at at Firebrand Bras. Right. right. You got it. Very good. And there's also a link on my website to my Instagram if you want to see that. Wonderful. And your website is? Website is firebrandlingerie.com. 
I do have a blog that I'm working on so you can kind of see what I'm doing. Very good. Are you into tarot at all? I am totally into tarot. Okay. I'm going to have you cut the deck, please. We're just going to do a one card tarot draw for you. All right. So, tell me what you see there. I see a very sexy lady. It's the Earth. Ten, ten of Earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so describe for the listeners what that sexy lady is doing. She is reclining in a ch- chair at a coffee outdoor cafe, and she is reading a book. Mm-hmm. She's got great legs. Mm-hmm. Short skirts. Short skirts. Are people, what are people doing in the background? Are they admiring her or walking past? Mm, there are people walking past, and she does have, looks like a waiter standing behind her mm-hmm. who like is not looking at her. She's very into her book. She is definitely into her book. It's like a little cafe on the side of the street, right? A little sidewalk cafe. A little cafe. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Okay. Well, the Earth suit um, corresponds to Pentacles, um, which is about touch and physical and material sphere it, the earth governs our body and our knowledge of it and also the instincts and sensations which this knowledge brings about really mm-hmm. <laughs> it's also the relationship with the self and one's inner being now the 10 10 is you know the highest you can get there on those numbers it's the, about being full and abundant at this time um, it's about in the pentacle suit it's about comfort inheritance and income Mercury in Virgo is a need for critical and detailed communication. So maybe, you know, we were talking about putting it out there in the universe. That's interesting that that would be what we would be talking about because Mm -hmm. right now I am working on, I have been avoiding doing Facebook. Mm -hmm. And I have discovered that there is a very large group of ladies on Facebook who's so vintage Mm -hmm. and I feel like I need to kind of infiltrate that little group Mm -hmm. and see kind of what they're up to. So who knows, maybe I do need to be out in the universe a little more. Yep. Yep. Perfect example. Put it out there, say it, manifest it. Yeah. Yep. My, my big three for every day is meditate, masturbate, manifest. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. I could totally see going somewhere with that. Right. Uh, I can't. I can't take credit for it. That's sex with Emily, Dr. Emily Moore. She's awesome. Um, but a few years ago, when I was starting this journey to become a sex coach, I really started diving into her show. Sure. Um, you know, to learn, and I had I had no idea at the time I was going to do a podcast. Um, mm-hmm. But I just wanted to learn more about human sexuality and just to hear what what people were asking and just, you know. You don't know what you don't know. Sex is Episodes, important. Yes. You know, it drives all human life. Mm-hmm. We are all here because of sex. Absolutely. Not all of us do it, but most of us should, unless you're asexual, and that's okay too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the meditate, masturbate, manifest is Dr. Emily. So, but I love it. I love stealing that from her. Because it just says so much very succinctly in a you know, comical way too. Absolutely. So gotta say that shit with a smile on your face (laughs) (laughs) well carrie thank you so much again one last time how can the listeners find you you can find me on instagram at at firebrand bras 
or you can find me on the web at www.firebrandlingerie.com. And hopefully I'll be on Facebook here shortly and you'll mm-hmm. be able to find me there too. Ah, the joys of company Facebook pages. Mm-hmm. And you're such a visual person. Like Instagram's a great platform for you. But yeah, the groups will probably end up being a, a huge asset for yeah, you. Yeah, I think so Increasing too. exposure. That, that has been one thing I have found is that it is not so much about my company page getting people. It is about like making a post or tagging something and then putting it into these groups. Like mm-hmm. make your post and then put it out there for them to make sure they're seeing specifically. And sure. that's like the groups have been what's most effective. And another group I hope you're part of on Facebook is Innovate Her. I'll add you to that. It's Innovate Her KC. So it's just women-owned companies, women-driven companies, entrepreneurs, social innovators. And I love that it's Innovate Her. There's just not enough women entrepreneurs out there. You need to get involved with this group. Yep. I'll get you in there. All right. Fantastic. Lauren Conaway runs that here. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally up for it. I'll add you to it for sure. Well, thank you again so, so very much. And You're I'm so, so looking welcome. forward to my own bra and bra couture with you and all the stuff. So Absolutely. All right. Well, I will send you all the information for Bra Couture KC if you want to go. Yes. And we can go and enjoy the uh, fashion Enjoy show. the boobs. Lots I'm of boobs. sorry, the fashion. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I'm bi, so I like boobs too. So, you know. Fantastic. Anyway, we'll have a, it's a date. Absolutely. All right. Thanks, Carrie. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to Keep Them Coming with Open the Doors Coaching. Please rate, subscribe, and share this podcast. And check the show notes for stuff we discussed in the episode. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. But visit my website if you want more information about me and my coaching services. You can join my not safe for work email list called the Dirty Bird if you want more content about sex and relationships. You can support said content, like my work with this podcast and other forms of media, by visiting listener support with Anchor FM or visit patreon.com to become one of my patrons. Again, check the show notes. I have links for you there. My theme song is original music by M. Kusa. Until next time.